Off the Record is a show from 88.1 WKNC in which DJs talk with artists about everything from their music to upcoming tours to former bandmates' birthdays. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud and Tumblr so you never miss a beat. Enjoy! Welcome to the Saw's Butcher Shop. I am your host, your master butcher, The Saw. I'm joined today with some of Valley's, one of my local butchers that I play in the Bone Cruncher on Mondays from noon to 1 p.m. And they are right here from Raleigh. They are here today to invade my butcher shop. They'll be playing some of their favorite bands and songs, and we'll be talking about all things metal. What's up, guys? Thank you for being here tonight. Hello. Hey. Howdy. (laughs) All right. So how are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. That's good. So, just tell me, like, who you guys are, what you guys do in the band. Should we go around? Okay, my name is uh, RJ, and I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Jason, and I do the vocals. I'm Will, and I also like to party. <laughs> my name's Nick, I play bass in Valleys. Nice. So, Robert's not here, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. RIP. Well, we're going to have a good time. We're going to invade the butcher shop. I'm excited for this. So, the first bands that are coming up, you guys are actually playing one of another locals as Oceans. So, tell me about them. You know, I know Will over here loves as yeah. Oceans. Shout out to the homies from the Boonies. I've been following them for a long time. Legends of the North Carolina metal scene. For sure. Nice. Yeah, and, like, we all know them, because I remember you were telling me that you knew As Oceans, and, like, I had friends that were in As Oceans, and the band before that, Seventh and Nile. Yeah, yeah, I sort of grew up with them. Uh, I knew Logan and Joey. Is Joey still out in Switzerland? Um, I think so. Making big moves. He's making big moves. He's very good with... right now. Yeah. And so is He's so good with instruments, too. Like, he'll just, like... Logan or anybody from As Oceans, if you're listening in, we really need to put together a show. Yes, I yeah, second food. that. Or tour. Or you know. tour. Hey, here we go. Anything. So, I know Jason here has been working on his radio voice, and I know that you like you want to take my job with your DJ name. What's your DJ name? Um, uh, 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 Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, that guy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't Wasn't know. it like Captain Jack or something oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah, DJ Captain Jack or I mean, something like Captain Squid. J. Sparrow. No, Captain J. Sparrow. No. I love it. So, what are the no. first bands that we'll be playing tonight? All right, tonight we're going to have Invent Animate, Counterparts, Periphery, and As Ocean. Sit back while we take you on a ride. That was beautiful. So like he said, up first is White Wolf by Invent Animate. You're listening to the Sauce Butcher Shop, Valley's Takeover on WKNC, Chainsaw Rock. crew welcome back to valley's butcher shop takeover i hope you enjoyed the first three bands that we played we have plenty more coming your way so stay tuned i wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions right now 
my first question is how did you guys get into metal first off uh let's see how i got into metal uh my next door neighbor uh my friend sam he showed me um what, what were we listening to back then i think like kill switch engage was coming out i was hanging out with my friend tyler and I was listening to the bands like All That Remains, Bullet For My Valentine just came out and everyone was going nuts over that type of stuff and that's where metal was like introduced to me. Yeah. yeah. But that's just me. What about you guys? Um, well, I've kind of always been into the more metal side of things. My parents listened to heavier music Yeah, same. whenever I was younger. So, mm. I mean, I was four years old riding to the beach listening to Rob Zombie. <laughs> and stuff Living like Dead that. Girl was like my dude, anthem. Dude, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it, was, it was great. It was great. It was good time. Oh, man. What about you, Will? What about me? Uh, <laughs> I kind of went chronologically. I uh, got into ACDC, <laughs> Led Zeppelin, went to Black Sabbath, went to like Metallica, and then I was like, oh, wait. I, I think Lamb of God was the first band with Screaming that I listened to and uh, I just really resonated with me kind of didn't look back from there what about you Nick so you know when I was a kid you know my parents they got me into like I think my mom got me into like U2 and stuff like that and then it went to Kiss it it wasn't really like metal but honestly everything changed when I went to the 2013 Vans Warped Tour and the first band I saw there was Bring Me the Horizon, and that's when they first um, released their Simp Internal album. And they opened up with Shadow Moses. They got like 15 seconds into it, and they had to stop the show because a lady broke her leg. And then I was like, dude, the raw, the raw power and emotion behind that was just amazing. I was like, dude, you know, that's what I want to get into. Like, like so awesome, you know, like. Not Nick, that she broke Nick's her leg, young. but, you know, <laughs> the music made me feel something. Until this day, when I work out, it still makes me feel something, so. That's so dope. It's always good to work out, too. It's just like a big adrenaline rush. So, my next question is, how did you guys become a band? Uh, okay. Backstory. Whoa. Backstory. So, um, uh, I'm probably, right now, because our drummer couldn't make it, like, I'm the most original member of this band now because we've had a lot of different lineup changes to get where we are now. Um, but I was brought over to this house that everyone called the Band House in Clayton, North Carolina. Ooh! And, oh, <laughs> North Carolina. And, uh, and um, <laughs> my friend brought me over and... Uh, 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 we went into uh, this detached garage. I can't remember if it was Christian's drum set set up or what, but uh, I remember that's where I met Robert officially, um, and we jammed a little bit, and from there it took off, and I was, at the time, uh, it was uh, Brandon and Mikey Clements, mm -hmm. Angela Clement, they're like family. They um, It was their house, and they had a band called The Sacred Code, um, and a band that formed after that called Boats, based on a true story. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so when I came in, they were looking to have some sort of change. 
and I sh- I was just playing guitar. I'd never thought about playing guitar before. I started out on bass, and I thought that's where I was going to stay. So I joined their band, Boats, as their bassist, and um, their guitarist at the time, Brandon, he he said, you need to play guitar. I was like, you were much better, and you know I've been wanting to play bass. So we made the switch, and we were just going to start writing, and that's... Um, that's right around the time we uh, we went through a couple of different lineup changes. Like our vocalist went to our to be the drummer and the vocalist, mm-hmm. and then back and forth. And then we got Robert in the band, and then just we finally got something. And then we recorded and we wrote and recorded a Reborn the EP. The nice. EP in twenty thirteen. That's when we started, and we I think we released it in like twenty fourteen, and it got a lot of really good, really good. Uh, publicity and playback from all our friends and stuff and that's kind of where we started cool what about you jason i joined the band um officially uh april 24th of 2014 um <laughs> down to the date down to the date it was down a special it popped up in my memories earlier this year, so. <laughs> shout out to facebook yeah, yeah. thanks facebook always <laughs> keeping me on point um with but, birthdays and all yeah <laughs> So I was in a band called For All It's Worth down in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And Vietnam. Yeah, I met Mikey <laughs> outside of one of our shows, and he was he was selling tickets to a boat show, actually. So I bought a ticket from him, you know. And um, so I ended up moving up to Raleigh in December of 2013, and his girlfriend at the time hit me up and told me that they were looking for a clean vocalist. So that's what I was mainly doing at the time. So I tried out, and they told me no. And I was like, all right, whatever, because I was doing my side project, yeah. you know. Um, but then they called me a week later, and Mike, he was like, I, th- I really think we jumped the gun, you know, um, come back out, try try out again. We're going to give you a few, you know, direction, just so you know the direction in which we want to go and see if you can swing that direction. And uh, from there, it just kind of snowballed, and here we find ourselves. Mm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Well, you will. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember the exact date, unfortunately. Facebook didn't remind Facebook you? Facebook did not remind me. How disappointing. Yeah, I need to take you that hit up. me up, didn't you? I need to take that up with Zuckerberg. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Damien. Damien I Hasbun. believe it was Damien Hasbun. Yeah, I had been a fan of Valley's previously, um, and da- I was jamming with uh, my buddy Damien and a few other guys, and... Uh, it was kind of a just for fun thing. That that actually t- turned out to be the band Life in Motion now, which they're actually doing cool things. Big but thing. anyway, um, big thing. Yeah, he big told move. me. Uh, yeah, he told me Brandon Skrillark had left Valleys, and he hit up Robert and was like, "You guys need to have Will come try out." So uh, I think I just oh, ended yeah. up blowing up RJ's phone for yeah. like a week until he told me to come to a practice, and I did. And I guess the rest is history. This nice. was like two years ago, three years ago. I don't know. Didn't you learn like that. all of almost all the songs on our record asylum just from YouTube? By ear. Yes. By freaking ear. That is correct. I'm proud, Jason. <laughs> and how about mouth. you, Nick? All right, back to me. And um, right, Nick. so like how I joined Valley's okay. So this was uh You were a little snake. Oh, <laughs> I was a snake. I think we were a lot of you. 
I applaud you. I was a little snake. You saw your opportunity and you um, hung on to it. I even, I even came to band practice when the other basses was still in the band and I was, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that did happen. Yeah, remember it, that? It wasn't awkward, people. In the storage unit, yeah. 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 We don't practice in a storage unit anymore, but back <laughs> no. to the topic. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, I basically did the same thing Will did. I blew up. Everybody's phone, uh, stalked them, went to their house. <laughs> um, you hear a knock, yeah. knock, knock on your window. It's, it's not the radio. Yeah, it's, it's, when you, like, it's when you want a job really bad, but you're like, dang, this is like the only job that like really fits me. So I got to like bug them as much as I would as if I was calling 10 jobs. <laughs> so, but yeah, that happened. I learned everything by ear, probably didn't get everything right um but it you know it <laughs> sounds good but you know i joined and it's it's been it's been great so far awesome so uh, while you're at it can you tell us the next bands that i'll be playing yeah so the next set of bands that are coming up it's going to be um heart of a coward after the burial the tony danza tap dance extravaganza the contortionist and Whitechapel. You're listening to Valley's Takeover in the Saw's Butcher Shop, only on WKNC's Chainsaw Rock. Do it up! Sweet. your crew it's your girl the saw and welcome to the saw's butcher shop valley's takeover and we have been playing some great bands that i haven't played often in the butcher shop so thank you for the new music that was being played you're very welcome shout out to you <laughs> i really enjoyed listening to the new music and picking out the songs from your playlist i noticed that rj's yours was more like metalcore gent and then mm. will's yours was like deathcore hardcore gent. and I really like that. I enjoyed going back and forth. It was so hard trying to narrow it down. <laughs> so hard. It was so hard. Good thing I didn't have five. Yeah. I would have died. But speaking of new music, the first song in this segment is actually a new song that is dropping from you guys tonight mm. called Moonchild off your new record. So yeah. let's talk about the new record, shall we? Let's okay. do it. Let's so, talk about it. Would you like to know? So, well. We're limited on what we can say. Okay. I understand that, but I want to know like the the music toes. process. Like, did you guys write the lyrics first and then do the music, or no. write the music no. and then do the lyrics? No. Like, how'd you guys do it? We wrote an entire ten song album and threw it in the garbage and wrote <laughs> another one that was better. That was yeah. twelve songs. That was twelve. That's right. Yeah, yeah it's going to be twelve songs. Ten songs. Tw yeah, twelve songs. Twelve tracks. Twelve tracks. Yeah. We so, actually. Uh, we, we've always written like behind a computer. Like mm -hmm. we've never like how bands sometimes have done it before. Like when we were younger and we'd join like local bands and we'd write in a room together. We'd meet up with our friends and go do stuff, and then we'd go in the room and then write some music. And that's well, we sort of did that. Um, we started out kind of getting a feel because this was the first time this band was like actually like put together. Um, with all the members that we have now, and um, 
we got done with the album, the first one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we went to the studio. By the way, the studio we went to, great group of guys. Black John Plate? Barry, Black Plate Productions. Um, shout out to John Barry. Shout out Garrett to John Barry. Yeah. I just yeah. want to say it has been a very long road with you guys, and John changed my day. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with us, y'all. But <laughs> I think the main thing about this album is that we really wanted it to be organic. We wanted it to be something that we could all stand behind and, you know, hold above our head like, hey, you know, we sat in a room. We all fleshed this out. We all took it apart, did it, redid it, redid it again. And we just wanted it to be something that every single person that enjoys our music, past and present, could groove to yeah. and have fun with. But also carry a message and a meaning that, you know, would really resonate with a lot of people as well. So That's cool. Absolutely. So what's the story behind Moonchild? Um, well, well, musically, we thought um, just for where the song will be kind of found... On the album, uh, we the we wanted kind of a, a a big epic kind of finish. Kind yeah. of yeah, we need a, a, a big a one. We need a big one. Yeah. So we wanted a heavy breakdown. We wanted some cool leads and and a build up and and things of that nature. So uh, we kind of wrote musically in that direction. I think that kind of those theatrics um, I think it made it very easy to really write lyrics to. Yeah, lyrically, it's about um, the fear Sips of coffee. failure. In today's society, I see a lot of people being really pressured to be perfect. We live in a very politically estranged and correct society. Um, so I think that it's important to recognize the pressure that it puts on people that might not have kept up with the times. You know, I'm not condoning any crazy behavior or anything, but just pressure in itself especially from your peers and the people that yeah. you hold dear to to live up to that standard of perfection these yeah. days is a little it's a little too much sometimes and so this song is about the fear of falling off of that road um yeah failure awesome is a scary thing. that's awesome well i'm so excited that i have the honor of dropping it and this is the first time this is the first time it's being played Yes. Right? Well, yeah. this is dope. A right. first for the butcher shop, y'all. The and the first time shop. that I've had a band in. Again, thank you for coming. It's been great. No, so, thank you, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> so, Will, would you like to tell us the bands coming up? Well, there's first going to be these hacks from Clayton, North Carolina, called Valleys. That's going to be our new song up first. We got uh, For the Fallen Dreams after that, followed by Kadinja, one of my favorites. And then uh, some of that new Chelsea Grin. Yes, off of Eternal Nightmare, their new record, which is dope. Now, Jason, I know that you love to be a... Let's person. see if I can not miss let's, this. Let's up. do it. DJ all name right. and all. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're listening to DJ Captain Jack. On 8.1 FM HD 1 Raleigh. Beautiful.
What's up, Butcher Crew? It's your favorite college radio DJ, The Saw, and welcome back to The Saw's Butcher Shop Valley's Takeover. We've been talking about shows and bands, and the first time I actually saw you guys perform was when you guys opened up for After the Burial, Emure, Fit for a King, Fit for an Autopsy, and Event Anime in Greensboro for the Carry the Flame Tour. It was insane. You guys are one of, like, the first local bands that, like, I really enjoyed and, like, really, really liked. Big fan. So I want to know, like, what's your favorite, like, show that you've opened up for? Mm, so That's many. hard questions. Like, we've opened I'm up for a lot I'm going with the, with the good questions, y'all. I really liked opening for Summer Slaughter at the Rams Head Live in Baltimore. That was really fun. There was, like, 800 people in the crowd at least. You know, yeah. like, the balcony was full. And we got to really play with some some huge names in the industry. So that we, was a really fun. We had no room to, like, everything was backline, and we had maybe, like, five feet of, like, space to yeah. spin. If and that. get That's yeah. how it was at the Carry the Flame show, too. Yeah. At Arizona Pete's. I think I put no someone space. in the throat at that show, though. <laughs> in the pit, uh, the Laurentian ghost went after the barrel, dropped that siren there. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just let some windmills rip, and I, I, I really feel like I felt someone's throat crack underneath. <laughs> well, you're not at a metal show unless someone gets punched in the throat. So, <laughs> facts. I still feel bad. I still, sorry to whoever that was. Yeah. If you're My listening. bad, bro. My bad. <laughs> My fault. So, do you have any, like, fun stories, like, on the road, traveling? Oh. I know I've, I've heard, like, a van fun. multiple times. You mean besides almost dying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about fun. Let's talk about uh, yeah. the valley's fun. definition of fun. It's on almost tour. dying. Don't don't break mm. down on the side of ninety five in the middle of the night where there's no lights because transfer trucks do not care. Yeah. They will hit you. <laughs> <laughs> they will. That will do it. Very scary. Yeah. Okay. One lane road in the middle of a bridge. Do you guys have any stories where there's not a near death experience or is every well, story like that? there's another one like that, that involves fire and I-40 okay. being closed down, a little more local <laughs> to this area. This it you, still Jake. involves almost dying. Shout out Jake. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he was in there. Jake he was in, in the line of yeah. fire. Literally, no pun. He was... Almost on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think our second tour, uh, I think it was our second tour, was it? When we were in Virginia Beach, uh, me and Mikey Clement got roofied at a bar. Um, people tell me I fought a Dairy Queen sign. Oh, um, yeah. Who won? You fought me, a Dairy Queen yeah. sign? Yeah. Who won? Uh, Let me help with the story. Probably. I so. lost my otter box, but not my phone. Um, don't know how that happened. I thought my dad had died. Uh, <laughs> it, it was very weird, crazy night. Eight hours of my life, I'll never get back. Yeah, I want I want to help with the story because it's a it's a funny an, one. It's I can tell experience. you because right? <laughs> so, I don't remember it. So he wasn't roofied. Virginia Beach. We were on tour. It was our it was our night off, and we just was like, hey, let's let's walk up and down the boardwalk. So we went up and down from like First Street all the way down to like Thirty First Street. Mm. Back and forth, back and forth. At one point, um, we split up. And That's never a good idea. It's to never split a good up. idea. Never but we split were like, up. It's us. It wasn't a good idea. What could go wrong? Everything. <laughs> so we were handing out flyers. I think we had, we had a show the next day, and we were handing out like um, little uh, stickers and stuff like that that had all our information on it and everything. And we lost Mikey and Jason. We couldn't get a hold of them. We couldn't call them. Nothing. They they weren't picking up their phone. We didn't know where they were. So we're going up and down the boardwalk looking for them. And it takes maybe, I want to say, maybe an hour, hour and a half before I look to the left across the street. And Jason <laughs> is doing what you 
what you would probably see like when the pit's about to start at a show. Oh, God. He's moving like that by himself. Oh, God. Like and a half two-step. Sort of. <laughs> and he's really getting into it. And then right next to him. It's this Captain Jack this dance. This is Captain Jack dance. That's his Captain Jack and, dance. <laughs> and Mikey's standing next to him, sort of punching the fence in front of him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he knew like what was going on. So his brother, Brandon, runs over there find out what happens, and for some reason, Mikey just turns around and swings on him. I don't think they connect, but he swings on him. And after that, we kept walking. We were like, okay, let's just let them cool off, which was also not a good idea. We probably should have gotten them and just gotten in the van and gone back home, but we were like, let's just keep walking because whatever. They left us there. They left us We lose them again. We can't find them. And then you gotta put him on a leash. We <laughs> go up and down boardwalk again. We find Jason in front of a Dairy Queen. This is way after everything's closed down. There's nobody out there. Find Jason in front of a Dairy Queen doing that same hardcore dance. <laughs> He's still doing. And we can't find Mikey. And we're like, oh crap! Like we cannot get like a DUI in public or anything like that because that will not be good. Because we have a show the next day. Like we don't want to deal with that. So we're worried we can't find Mikey. We're going up and down the boardwalk. And then we go, like, right where the beach is, like, Mm -hmm. the actual boardwalk. And we see what goes on at Virginia Beach after hours. Oh, somebody was having sex on the beach. I remember that. No, that was in New Jersey. That was in New Jersey. (laughs) I think on a different tour. And um, I'm pretty sure there was drug use, uh, but we're not going to get into that. Um, but we're going down boardwalk looking for things. I'm getting scared walking in down this boardwalk at like this late because it didn't feel safe. And I look over <laughs> and I see two cops. They got their lights on. I'm like, crap, Mikey. And we go over there and Mikey's already got his hands behind his back. He turns around and sees us and he's got this grin on his face. Like he thinks it's the funniest thing. Ever. And... Apparently, they found him in the bush that he was standing next to, and he was he was getting taken to jail because he was too oh, drunk, dang. and that was just what happened. I think he ended up uh, going to the bathroom in the holding cell when he got there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, we didn't find out, like, what was going on until a few days later. We found out from you and Mikey, like, y'all got roofied we went at a to bar. This bar. We went to this bar called The Retro, and... Before that, we had we had walked around bar hopping, taking shots. Uh, we were looking for black rum, but we couldn't find any. It's apparently in high demand, but nobody has any supply for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, so we go to this bar called The Retro, and this lady starts handing us free shots, man. Like, she's supposed to be the bartender, and she's like, yeah, I got this new whiskey called Larceny. It's a uh, 99 proof. And we're like, okay, yeah, we'll try it, because we, we would down, like, fifths in a night yeah. and still walk a line so we were just like oh yeah we can we can handle it let's try it you know and she she gave us like three or four free shots and uh I, i'm i'm highly convinced that one of those shots had drugs in it because i do not i cannot for the life of me remember from that moment until i came to and somebody called me and's like did your dad die of a heart attack and i'm like wait what they're like, yeah, somebody posted on Facebook about your dad dying. And I'm like, holy crap. Okay. And I started freaking out. And that's when they tried to shove me in the van. That didn't work either. 
Hey, Jason. Um, tell us about that one time up in uh, Detroit, Michigan, when we were at the Denny's about that. that oh, yeah, waiter. this guy. Okay, oh, so he spilled the sweater, spilled coffee on my, uh, on my crotch um, purposefully. I, I really think it was purposefully because, like, he immediately tried to, like, pat down my crotch area. And I'm just like, guy, okay, that's cool. You know, I've got shorts in the car. It'll be all right, but like he was trying to fill me up. I I ended up I ended up getting some free food, but it was a very uncomfortable situation. And then he asked you if you wanted some. Burn oh yeah, he asked. He was like, <laughs> "You want me to put some burn cream on it?" And I'm like, "No, no. Wow. Oh my I'm god, good. I'm good." That's Dude. The, you guys on tour. Late night. Yes. <laughs> like honestly, this needs to be a reality TV show where they just follow you guys on tour. I like mean, I've been told like, that. We've been told. I think that it would be the most entertaining lot. thing. <laughs> like I would watch it. Michigan. Is <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys are Michigan crazy. Concerned yeah, for the safety nuts. of the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we're gonna play some songs now because that was a lot of tour stories and a lot of random ones. Yeah. But you know, you fighting a Dairy Queen sign was. I, will, I wish I could have saw that. I will fight anything. When you're roofied. When I'm roofied. <laughs> RJ, tell us what's next. All right, so up next we have <clears throat> Fallujah, The After Image, Veil of Maya, Suicide Silence, and Cult Leader. You're listening to WKNC's Valley's Butcher Shop Takeover. your crew we are on to the last segment of valley's takeover it, it hasn't felt like it's been two hours no, it, doesn't. it, it hasn't. really hasn't it's been wild but we're still here and i hope you have enjoyed hanging out with us i know i've enjoyed hanging out with you guys yeah absolutely it's, it's been awesome, awesome. and so we've been listening <laughs> to some of these songs in these bands and talking about tours so i want to know what has been your favorite tour that like you've seen as a fan mm. Ooh, the one oh man I can't remember all the bands that were on it because it was been a long time for me. It was a long time ago. It was literally Vela Maya, uh, Periphery, After the Burial, and uh, I can't remember who else. But it was all like the who's who of the bands like we like are greatly influenced by and listen to on a daily basis. But that was mine. That was a while ago. Mm. I always enjoy seeing Vale. Um, they're they're super cool guys and they make great music. But yeah. I also always enjoy seeing the contortionists too because they're their live show and I don't know if they mean to, but they just come off so eerie. Like it's <laughs> such an eerie sensation watching them. It's great. Makes me contort. Makes me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> but in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> as metal should. Uh yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite show. I I think my favorite band to see live is probably Between the Buried and Me. I'd have to second that. Yeah, I yeah. think I've seen them like ten times at this point. I don't know. Maybe one of the best ones I think was actually the Contortionist was the opener. It was uh, it was like BT Bam and Animals as Leaders in Wilmington at the oh, beach. Yeah. All of the gent. I yeah, saw Animals as one. Leaders with Velamea like a few years ago. That was pretty oh, cool. I remember that one. And, uh, yeah. There was that um, Wes Hauk and like Keith Marrow. Yeah, I'm 
guitar nerding right now. <laughs> what about you, Nick? What about you? <laughs> well, um, the 2013 Warp Tour probably, but like a, a really cool one that I went to was um the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach. It was Coheed and Cambria and Polyphia. Oh, so oh good. that sounds good. And that was recent too. It was it was really cool because I'm actually I'm actually uh, good buddies with Clay from Polyphia. He was actually my bass teacher for a little bit, and uh, it was so funny because the House of Blues is really really friggin' big. Okay, and um, <laughs> so basically, yeah, I was just you know jamming. They were playing their song finale, and I was jamming mad hard. And he saw me in the crowd and. He like pointed at me and it was kind of cool and like we hung out. It's like a bonding moment. So, awesome. Yeah. Super bonding moment. Yeah, I think my favorite would be because like the two bands that got me into like metalcore and then got me into like heavier stuff would be when I saw Miss May I Upon a Burning Body and Currents. Oh, yeah. And that was really good because like my two favorite bands mm-hmm. and it was for Miss May I's new record. And it was like, I love that record. It was such a good show. But now my next question is, who would you like love to tour with? Oh, man. All Local, ev- everyone. anyone. Everyone. Ooh. I want to tour with everyone. So would you tour, like, once. I want you guys to open for a black metal band. I think that'd be the funniest I, thing. I love I black metal. Like, yes, please, give me all <laughs> <Yeah>. the static. <laughs> tour with Behemoth. Behemoth. If we could tour with Holy Behemoth, crap. I would. <laughs> you want to tour with the Pope? <laughs> the Pope. <laughs> he really is. He's got his own secluded little bus. He's got one seat. One seat only. One seat only. Surrounded by glass. He's fam. He's fam. <laughs> so now here's a hard question that I've been telling you guys about, and Will over here is saying that he cannot figure it out. Mm. If you had to make your dream lineup, what bands would be in it? Well, oh my see, God. that's a broad, that's a broad How question. How many bands do you establish the ground rules here? But Obviously, your band has to be in it. Well, Obviously. how many bands are on we'll the show? I mean, you can make it a festival, whatever. Do your top five. Top five bands. Okay, so do we, we count as headline. one of the five? No. no. Do they have to still be active bands? No. Mm. <clears throat> can they be bands but with old members? Yes. Okay, so this Valley's, is very technical. <laughs> Valley's North Lane, Old North Lane, Adrian Days. Um, obviously... Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to get on with Vale and Periphery on that too. North Lane, Vale, Periphery. What do I got? Two more. Two more. Oh, this is getting real, real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be the opener? Uh, us. Oh, I thought we were headlining. Oh yeah, Silent Planet, and then to top it all off, Behemoth. Uh, <laughs> Behemoth. Probably. That makes sense. Probably BT Band would be the headliner for oh. sure. Yeah. They're they're wild, crazy. I would have to say that yeah, like if I was gonna open up a show, BT Band would definitely be the headliner or co-headliner. I'm trying to think of a bigger band than that. Like you, actually, no, yeah. John, we're not putting Nickelback on the show. I would love we could put them in this top five. I'd love to (laughs) top five. I'd love to play a show with Corn. Corn. Oh yeah, that'd yeah. be dope. Michael Jackson, please, yeah. Corn, if you're listening, <laughs> if please you're let really me do guest vocals for Clown. Like, bring him back to life. Like I you mean, bring the coffin on hologram. stage. Is that too much? That's too much. Uh, that's too much. But the hologram is not too much. The hologram isn't. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say BT Bam is a big one. Yeah. It's a lot of options, man. That's. Do you have an answer, Will? I've got four more. Oh, uh, 
I can name one. Yeah, let's go to Nick first. <laughs> I can't um, think. There's too many bands. <laughs> Definitely not Valleys, because, you know. <laughs> well, we, have to, we have to be on the show. <laughs> oh, we do? Yeah, we're oh. the opening act. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay. Well, I guess Valleys. <laughs> so I, I guess. guess. <laughs> valleys before Nick was in it. Oh. 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 <laughs> Are you I telling us you're, you don't want to be? No. I don't no, agree no. with that. This is took like a dark I guess, turn. Uh, I guess I'm an okay <laughs> guy. All right. So, Valleys, uh, probably be like Invent Animate, um, Periphery, mm. Silent Planet, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, and Schmegma. Uh, <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> Shout out to Sean and all those guys, <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. I'm coming at you with the test. Let's, let's just throw <laughs> yeah, after the were. burial in there again. Yeah, yeah. That's no, almost literally like the show they all opened up for that I saw you guys. That's almost like, the exact lineup. Those are super cool dudes, man. They are uh, Nick let their bassist play his uh, ding wall that night, and he seemed. To fall in love with that. I hope you went out and got a ding wall, bro. He didn't because he's endorsed. Can we open no. up for Dream Theater? Dream Theater, yes. Dream. <laughs> or Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold. Yes. Or Metallica, but they yeah. have to let us use their light show. You can't open up <laughs> for Avenge Sevenfold unless you sound similar to Axl Rose, because then if you don't, you don't fit the bill. Yeah. What about Velvet Revolver? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, well, you haven't given me an answer yet. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I, I made one while Nick was doing that. Nope. Eat it. Uh, right. BT Bam, Architects, <laughs> Fit for an Autopsy, Ooh. Carnifex, Ooh. and I'm going to throw Lamb of God in there. Oh, that's, yeah. That's dope. That's shout a, out John. A live bit. Yeah, shout, I like out, that. shout out John. <laughs> I like that. that Mark V tone. Nobody gets that that's except dope. for John. Change my diaper. Change John. my diaper. Change my diaper. Yeah, that's kind of hard. I don't even know, like, if I could even answer that. I feel like my deathcore kid comes out, but also my hardcore because I would want to have like a stack lineup of hardcore bands like Kublacon, and then have like locals mess open up. But then I would want like Dying Fetus and like, of course, Whitechapel there. I love mixed genre shows. Oh yeah, brings, I think it's so it brings cool. People. That's what I love about mixed genre shows because you'll have. Uh, people from different cliques and different scenes and stuff like that and then they come to a show and then they end up talking to people and they're like oh wow yeah so different and it brings people together that's like the cool thing about music yes you know like even like whole thing music yeah even though like metal has like different subgenres, if it's all mixed it's like we're all one big family and i think that's like the coolest thing because i haven't seen that with any other genre everyone's fan i found my number five by the way okay what is is it guar Yes. Oh my God. Yes. But don't get in the front because you will get wet on that ride. That's okay. That's what you're there to see Guar for. You don't go to a Guar show and say, no, I don't want blood on me. Okay. That's part of the show. That's the experience. I saw Guar in Whitechapel one time. That was, I might have to change my answer for best. I'm seeing Guar with Miss May I when they come to the Lincoln in November. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Get in the front. I'm going to be in the front for Miss Matt, and then I'm leaving. Like, I'm going to stand in the back (laughs) on the balcony, so I won't, like... What if they just shoot up there? Well, then I'm screwed, (laughs) pretty much. But (laughs) I know you love taking my job. Okay. So I'm going to let you introduce the the last final three bands of the Valley's Takeover. 
All right, all right, all right. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm Jason with Valleys, and these last three uh, songs that we're gonna rip through your uh, airwaves with are "Groove Train" by Delusions of Grandeur, "Humanity's Last Breath," and "Thy Art Is Murder." Sit back and relax, cause we're gonna take you to Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Valleys Takeover in the Sauce Butcher Shop, only on WKNC's Chainsaw Rock. Get some. that's all i have for you tonight thank you again valleys for invading my butcher shop mm-hmm. thank you for having us yeah no problem it's been an experience <laughs> it's been great the first band to come in i think it's been a success really a fun time i have enjoyed it so for my butcher crew out there where can they find you guys you can find us on every social media platform at valleys nc dot whatever <laughs> Yeah, Valley's, Valley's NC. NC. That's our tag. At Got Valley's it. NC. Yep. And right. then, are there any shows coming up that you guys will be playing at? Actually, we have a show August or uh, October 13th in Charlotte. Um, we're doing a, a, a benefit to raise money for hurricane relief. So, if awesome. you're in the area, come out and check that out. If you need to uh, hit up the event, uh, check out our social medias. And Change it'll be day. all over there. Awesome. Where's the, you know, like the venue you guys are playing at? Um, I don't. Let me look it up right quick. We'll, All yeah, right, we'll we're just going to look it up. <laughs> Still. Keg and Q, Keg and Q. yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, awesome. So, go check them out. They're dope live. I, I've seen them a couple of times, and you will not be disappointed. That's all I can say. But in other news, I released a show review when I went to go see Ozzy trying to run away from Hurricane Florence. <laughs> and it was awesome. If you want to find out what happened when they played War Pigs and Zach Wilde doing an insane guitar solo, you can find that on the sawsbutchershop.com and also how I got Ozzy's set list. I almost died, but it was insane. Thank you again, Valleys, for hanging out with me. Next week, I will be playing them during the Bone Cruncher. Tune in for that. And I have a major announcement next week that you don't want to miss. It involves local butchers. It involves the NC State Fair. Valleys already knows what I'm talking about, but you can't say anything. We won't tell anyone. Yes, can't tell anyone, but they, they've talked about this. And so just stay tuned. It's going to show up. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. I will see you in my butcher shop real soon. You're listening to Chainsaw Rock, only on WKNC 88.1. Stay metal. Good night. Night, guys. Night, guys. Bye.